Alright everybody, it's that time again. It is time to review. Yes, there's going to be spoilers. No, we're not sponsored. But, we're here. And we're getting better at this. I don't know about that. Okay, let's get to this. Okay. Dinosaurs. Yes, oh, today. Wait. I guess if we're talking about dinosaurs in our podcast, we should really use a different catchphrase. No. Um. Dinosaurs is better. Hang on, I've got it, I've got it. Pizza. Ew. That's just terrible. <laughs> Alright guys, so today, as promised, we are going to be talking about the Lost World Jurassic Park. Now, it's actually not technically called Jurassic Park 2, even though we know it's the second one. Actually, I keep getting this one confused with the third one. Yeah, because the third one actually says Jurassic Park 3. But this one doesn't say two. It just says the Lost World. Now, this movie uh, was... If you look at the original case for Jurassic Park 3, mm-hmm. it doesn't really say Jurassic Park 3. What it has is Jurassic Park, and then it has raptor claw marks going down it. That is true, so technically it doesn't say three either. Hmm. Anyway, so, as we were saying, this movie was created in 1997... And let's get into the reviewing. The first thing that got our attention was the kid scream at the beginning. I'm sorry, but if my kid screams, it's just my pack. It's fine. We can fix it. Or if we can, I just can't use a strap. It's fine. Anyway, if the kid, if my kid screams, I think that even the first time, I'm gonna go running for my child. Look, if I was that rich guy and my baby hollered. First thing I'd say, span out, find my kid. And I'd also start heading off in one direction while everybody else fanned out in another direction. Don't get me wrong, on a dinosaur island, <laughs> that's the wrong thing to do. But, they didn't know it was dinosaurs. Mm-mm. I also love that the first, na- first dinosaur you see is actually a compie. Yeah, I still used to call them chompies. Because they chompy on you. <laughs> and they, they hunt in a pack like a raptor. They're scavengers, and I love how they incorporated them into the movie. Now, what do you think about the suing scene? The suing scene? Yeah, where that guy was like, oh, I'm going to sue you for writing your book. Do you think they really had a right to sue them? Or do you think that was a jab at saying, hey, there's a book out there about this movie? Uh, I think that it was only brought up because they did sign a non-disclosure clause before going to the island, which you never see them do that in the first one. Would have made more sense if they would have said, you know, hey, thank you for signing that paperwork before you came on this trip. In the first one. So it's just like in the air, kind of. You don't actually know if it actually happened or not. But I do also believe that they use that point to say, hey, there's books about these movies out there. I think they were doing it more for uh, people who are starting their own business and they're pulling other people in for consultants. Yeah. Uh, if you get a non-disclosure uh, thing, clause, yeah, and you get someone to sign it, they can't take your information that you already have and go use it for their own product. Okay, and what did you think about how John was happy about John? 
he was, like, generally happy about Site B, how there was no, like, involvement there. It was just them growing and developing the way that they were going to. Well, then, uh, I believe that if they would have put up big, 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 big A-walls, then maybe that could have survived like that. But the problem is, uh, for those creatures that swim. Uh, well, we haven't seen one of those yet. In the third one, we will. I think so. Yeah, because remember the boat scene? Oh, well, we'll, we'll talk about that at another time. But Yeah. All right, and what are your thoughts on the girlfriend? Bold, adventurous. I, I like how that she went ahead without Malcolm's permission and just went on. And then you you see her character develop even more throughout the movie, and we'll talk about that more. But it also brings us up to Malcolm's daughter. I don't see why she got kicked off the gymnast team. I don't either. But we'll talk about that later, too. I want to talk about it now, though. No. I actually love his daughter. I love that they added that character, and you watch her develop, too. You see that she's actually understanding why her father is the way he is, in my view. Now, talking about the daughter, when she goes on to the little area where they're going to be staying, on that map, there is more than just two islands. There's five. There's five. And it talks to you briefly about that on the boat scene before they get to the island, calling it the five deaths, which means five islands. So... Do you think they originally planned to have more than just these two movies? Well, we know they did. No, I mean originally. I think they did. I think they were planning on it. Because you have Jurassic Park 1, 2, and 3. What if they were planning on 4 and 5? But then they, they ended off and the characters got too old. So they had to, okay, well let's flip the switch. And this is the guy that's taking over afterwards. So that's why we have Jurassic World instead of Jurassic Park. Very possible. Now the next thing is, again, the compies are the first dinosaur that we actually see. I love that. It's not a typical dinosaur. Just like the long necks, they're known in the first one, but they're not a typical dinosaur that we all talk about. Usually in my view, I think the... Trihorn. The trihorn or the T-Rex or the raptors are the ones that are talked about. So compies, I like that they added it. It made me feel like they were touching on survivalist and stuff like that as well. Hey, I got a question. Hmm. Do you say paradactyl or pterodactyl? I call it big scary bird dinosaur. Well, there's also another one called aerodactyl. I call it big scary bird dinosaurs because they kind of freak me out. Well, there's but, a whole well, scene we're not, for those we're not in the third one. Well, we're not talking about that. Hey, you said they're spoilers. Guess what? Spoiler. Okay, so then on the graphics, from they, movie number one to number two, they actually did improve. Yes, they did. The dinosaurs are a little bit more detailed. I love that. I also love that... Sarah is like a kid in the candy shop with the baby dinosaur at the very beginning. I think it's called a stegosaurus. Uh, 
It's a dinosaur that kind of has four it's legs. It's got a spike tail. Yeah. Not a club tail, a spike tail. Yeah. Because there's another one that, there's another type of dinosaur that has a club tail. But he's fat and round. Yeah. This one is tall and spike tail. Well, I love how that she's a kid in a candy shop. Makes you wonder, when Spike grows up, is he going to have a Spike tail? I But also, you also realize that this movie is mostly, in my view, about, as we're going to go into more detail, though, is the T-Rex and the mating of dinosaurs. I, I, I do believe that that's their main focus. What? Mating and the T-Rexes. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's actually the whole big thesis on, you know, it's their habitat. And from this, from where we're at right now, where Sarah's being a kid at the candy shop, and then you see how protected the parents are of the baby because the baby got scared. They're just protecting their baby. I'm trying to protect my baby, too. <laughs> it, it flips to the big game and poachers. Hey, I like Paul Tucker. But I also feel like that also shows what poachers do to animals. So that we can see why it is dangerous to have poachers sometimes. Yes, but if you notice, I don't consider the group that he had come no. in poachers. I consider them professional hunters. Because they weren't hurting they weren't. They were just trying to get big game. They were trying to get big game for a later on thing, and not very wise. Well, my personal opinion is the only one of them that should have had, well, no, there was two that should have had something happen to them. One, the smart aleck that shocked the compie for no reason, and two is the bald guy that's the leader of the group. That wants to hunt a T-Rex. I also love that during the big game scene and you're watching them struggle with getting these dinosaurs that are actually really smart. You get a lesson on the Friar Tuck, which is also, there's another name for him, but... I call him Paul Tuck. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah. you get this lesson on how strong this dinosaur is. And the first thing that pops to my mind is... How would that go against a T-Rex? I mean, think about it. If well, it gets mad enough, could it just ram the T-Rex in the, in the leg and then... But would it come back? Because it looked like after he went towards the Jeep and he went and dented the Jeep pretty badly, that he was going back for more. So would he go back for more with the T-Rex or would he run away? No. Uh, actually, this is a good point because... Uh, in, I think it's the the Fallen Kingdom. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Jurassic World, Fallen Kingdom. They have a Friar Tuck in there, too. Yeah, they do. And uh, he actually is drawn to sound. So they made a lot of noise and got him to bust them out. There you go. But... The most important thing is, I believe that, instinctively speaking, he wouldn't fight a T-Rex. He would damage the foot so that the T-Rex wouldn't be able to chase it as well. And once it felt that it had done enough significant damage to get away, 
then it would run away. Then it brings us to the T-Rex nest. I love the graphics on the T-Rex nest. I didn't imagine that at the very beginning of the T-Rex nest that there would be a dinosaur that would only have like a few bites out of it. I actually thought you would see more bones, but you actually see that they preserve their meals. They're not, I'm going to munch this down all at once. Well, a lot of times they munch it down all at once, only if it's like big game. Uh, not big game, but small game. So that they can eat bones and all and continue about their trek. I feel like, uh, I feel like most of the predators, like all the meat eaters have a rule, uh, only pick on the weak and stay away from the, uh, you know, the more dangerous ones. Yeah. So, do you think a T-Rex or a pack of raptors would win? I'd have to say the pack of the raptors because they do their special moves. They, they learn tactics to survive. True. They're strategists. And I love that. But what if the T-Rex had them cornered where they couldn't maneuver like they should be able to? I don't know if that would bother with it. Um, okay, so then after the T-Rex nest, you go on with the movie a little bit more. And then the scene where they're actually setting the dinosaurs free. I love that scene. It shows so much. If you say so. I love it. I did. Although I really do wish that they could have touched on it a little bit more and done a little bit more, but I did love that scene. But I don't like animals being caged, so. And they did their famous thing as they did in the first movie. They did the car versus tree again. Now what I mean by this, in the first movie, if you remember, the little boy is in the car that's in the tree that's going to go slowly down. Until he gets to a branch and then it push. Okay, but with the car versus the tree on this one, the two people are in a tree waiting to hunt a T-Rex. And a flaming car flies at them, hits forward, the tree gets hit by the car. Car versus tree. I think that's a very... Iconic? Yes. I don't think it's that iconic. I liked it. I... I liked when they were getting pushed off the cliff by the T-Rexes. We're not there yet. I skip around. Yeah. I'm not you. Okay, which actually brings us to the injured baby T-Rex. It breaks my heart because you can tell that those the two men broke that baby's leg. They had to. On purpose. And that's horrible. But it also shows... The T-Rex parents love. Yes, it shows the na- the natural instincts of mothers. But and the daddy just, too. The daddy comes back too. Yeah. But I think uh, they portrayed that a little bit wrong because I believe the mother would have been more ferocious than the father. I do believe that too. Uh, because motherly instincts are a lot stronger than just uh, fatherly instincts. In a lot of animals. Which brings us to the scene where he's talking about where the T-Rex is actually after they get their baby. And they did all this work. They protected the baby. 
They healed it the best they could. They put bubble gum on it. Yes. <laughs> and then the mommy and the daddy T-Rex come back and their truck go gets pushed over the hill. Which also, it, it teaches you that in a car wreck or an incident with high pressure, not only is the glass going to crack. And I loved how they did that around her fingers. I love the detail. And I also love that it showed the dangers of mud when you're driving. If there's high volumes of mud, your car can flip out of control while that guy was trying to save them. The car was all over the place. Mm-hmm. And it shows you that be careful in certain conditions, even if life and death is involved. Especially if life and death is involved. Which is kind of, I like that he's trying to save them and fighting off two T-Rexes at the same time. He wasn't fighting off a T-Rex. He was trying to avoid getting eight as he was trying to save his friend's okay, life. trying to avoid and trying to fight are two different things. But why do you think the T-Rexes came back? Before we know the real reason, why do you personally feel like it came back? Do you feel like the T-Rexes came back? Just to make sure that the people died? Or do you think the T-Rex came back just to be walking around making sure its baby was okay and it didn't forget anything? Uh, I personally believe that it was checking to make sure that the people that harmed or who they believed harmed their child were handled properly. What do you believe? I believe that too. And I also believe that the T-Rexes believed that the guy that was in the car trying to save his friends were the ones that hurt the baby. Yeah. And I believe that's why they shared that meal. I love that scene. And I also feel like they were so mad that that's why that guy didn't have such a painful death. It was quick and innocent. They literally grabbed him by his foot, grabbed, pulled him, pushed him up in the air, and then bit him, and then bit him in half, and then gave the other piece to the dad, or the mom. Quick. It was painful, probably, but it was sudden. It was over with. They didn't play I, with their food. I don't think that T-Rexes are the top to play with their food. I don't They're either. used to, in my opinion, T-Rexes were used to, you know, hunting getting what they needed, and getting out of there. Which brings us to the next scene. After the T-Rex leaves, they're all, they're up the cliff, and that's all done. And then you go to the gun during the rain. Why did this anger you so much? Because you got me to pause my movie just to talk about it. Because if you're an expert like they said they were, then you would know not to hold your gun upwards towards the rain that is pouring down. It it can mess up the barrel. Maybe not right away, but it does slowly over time. The more acidic the rain is, the worse it is. But it's just the fact of it it's not a it's not plausible. By this time we're also noticing that the lady has the baby's blood on her uniform still and the man thinks that she's bleeding. Why do you think the baby's blood was not drying on her uniform, on her shirt? Because of the rain. It would keep it damp. And it wasn't 
it wasn't a hard enough downpour that it would wash off the blood, but a hard enough rain to keep it moist enough so that it would spread slowly. And then it brings to one of my favorite death scenes. Yes, a death scene that was one of my favorites. It's the ladies' room versus the compies. This guy had been tormenting the compies. He shocked him for no reason. And the compies, they don't really do anything. But I guess they have a memory. Oh, yeah. And this compie... Ganged up. It's not gang up, it's uh, revenge. Aha! Yep. <laughs> Shock me, I eat you. So, I don't care if your butt's hanging out, I'll eat you! <laughs> so then it shows again that hey. size doesn't matter. <laughs> These little tiny baby dinosaurs took down a full-grown man. Yes, but do you think they were just after some rope roast? <laughs> yeah. Funny. <laughs> Okay, no, uh, are we to the tent yet? Not yet. Oh. Uh, We're almost there. Okay. Now I, I finally figured out why, stuck, why they stuck their snout in it. Okay, now, my two favorite T-Rex scenes would have to be mm. not only the T-Rex in the tent, but also the T-Rex in the waterfall. Okay, so why was the tent scene with the T-Rex your favorite? Other than the fact that that little girl almost gave their position away. And because. I feel like she's lucky that she didn't die. If oh, Sarah yeah. wasn't in there, I think the girl would have died. Probably. But I think I love that scene for the fact of, even though the T-Rexes got back their baby, they could still smell their baby's blood. That's why they stuck their snout in the tent looking for their baby. If you notice, the jacket was hanging up. That's what kept the T-Rex from smelling the humans on the ground. That and, you know, the woman covering the girl's mouth is what saved their lives. Yes. Now, what did you think about the T-Rex in the waterfall scene? I thought it was most powerful because they all would have survived... If he just hadn't moved because of the snake. Which also shows where they show that normal animals can also grow here. It was a corn snake, I believe. Uh, I thought it was a coral snake. I don't know. But there is a snake that goes inside this guy's shirt. And they would have survived. No. if it... No, a coral snake? Mm-hmm. He would have died. They would have survived. Well, I mean, at least he wouldn't have died by T-Rex eating him. Snake bite would have probably been less painful. Yes. <laughs> uh, except for the venom. But, no, the problem is this. I don't believe the snake would have... I don't know. I, I, I don't know. I don't know where it is. Uh, I think it's in the floor. Uh... But I believe that the snake would not have attacked, like, struck at his leg or anything, mm -hmm. if he didn't move. Because that snake was there 
because, you know, nobody has been around. Yeah, but it so also shows it's not that... not used to humans. Yeah, but it also shows that normal animal life can live. Yes. I'm still waiting for a T-Rex movie that has a mammoth in it. You might be waiting for a while. Yes, because they're from two different periods. I know this. Oh, wait. I found one. Ice Age. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Funny. What? We're not watching that movie. Come on. It's a whole... Tr it's a whole saga that we own. Uh, Alright. So then this brings into where the raptors finally get to show... Well, at least they get to surface, but you don't actually really see them. You see their tails and the long grass. If you were at a dinosaur place, would you go in long grass? Uh, depends on a few things. Well, One, what? Do I have any other way around? Two, do I have any machine guns on me? Actually, no. Machine guns probably wouldn't work. Uh, I'd say a high caliber rifle would be more accurate. Almost an elephant gun, but not quite. And three. Do I really need to go through there? But otherwise, nope. I would take the long way. Alright. What about you? Um, I'd probably let the raptors eat me because they're my favorite animal. They're my favorite dinosaur. Okay, so you're saying you would go through the tall grass, trip someone else, feed the raptors a couple of times, then feed them yourself. Just, just a little bit. But there was a small child there. I wouldn't feed the child. I'd make sure they survived. Right. How can you do that if you're going to feed yourself to them, too? Therefore, you wouldn't be able to secure the child's safety. So, therefore, you are not safe. <sighs> Alright. So, what do you think about the Lucky Pack? The Lucky Pack from the beginning of the movie? It's not actually in the beginning. The Lucky Pack also saves her life when the raptors actually fully appear. Yeah, I know that, but... The first time you see the Lucky Pack is at the very beginning when she's taking pictures. And they think that she's been attacked because there's a hole in her back in her bag. Ugh. I think it's stupid. Hmm. I, I believe that, you know, she should have something more practical instead of something that's run down and tattered. When you go out on an epic adventure, have your best equipment. Alright. So, what do you think about as the raptors have finally got their scene? What do you think about the factor that the little girl... Another little girl saves the day. 
Because if she didn't do her gymnastics and didn't fly that raptor through the window, even though it's sad. Poor raptor got stabbed. Yeah. I believe that they all, the little girl, her dad, and her his girlfriend mm-hmm. would have not survived without that little girl. I think that's a strong point that in both movies it's li- it's showing you that children are the future. Because without children you have no future. That's just my personal thoughts. Yeah. It also shows uh, I would have to say that it's not only one type of skill set that can help serve the world. Everything from hacking to uh, gymnastics can help. But that's just another opinion. Yeah. Alright, and what do you believe about jump scares in this movie? Oh. I forgot there was a jump scare right before she does her whole gymnastic act. As did mm. like I knew that it was there, but I forgot about it. I did. I was like, I know there's a scare somewhere around here, and then all of a sudden they're crawling out. Oh, that doesn't seem safe. Ah! <laughs> so yeah, there's still potential for some jump scares, even if you've seen it a couple times. All right. Three hundred and sometimes. Just, just say. I like the movie. Alright, and what do you believe the main focus is on? Do you believe it is, like I said, the mating season and the T-Rexes, or what? Uh, I do believe that it's about the T-Rexes mainly, but not just mating season and things like that. I'm, I'm talking about, like, all of it. Their lifestyle, about how long they take care of their children before they get them to leave their nest, and things like that. Alright. Now, I don't know if you noticed this, but in my view, I believe that the raptors kind of are like siblings. They have little sibling fights. As for when she was on the roof and she knocked that one off, I saw siblings, like, snapping at each other's heads. Did you feel like that? Uh... Sort of, but I also felt like, um, leader of the pack. Yeah. Uh, do as I say, not as I do. And then, with most, you know, motorcycles, motorcycle gangs, you have a thing where you can challenge for leadership. And I felt like that's what they were doing after, uh, the girl uh, did her whole thing, and the girlfriend got out through the top of the the top of the building. Yeah. Because they were fighting over who was going to eat the girl, who was going to eat the woman. You know. Very true. So it's one was actually a darker color 
which looked like the one that was giving orders during the rest of it, and then the younger one, which is a lighter color, attacked it, and they started going back and forth, attacking each other. So I felt that's what that was. In all of this movie, I actually realized, and I don't know if people are going to realize it yet, but it basically says, don't mess with the T-Rex. Don't mess with the T-Rex. Yeah. I think it says, don't underestimate the T-Rex. And, again, they had another iconic movement when the T-Rex does a car chase. Did you like this one or the first car chase? Uh, I don't remember the first car chase. The car, ch the first car chase. Malcolm is in the back seat with his wounded leg, and it's chasing after the jeep. I didn't like either one. I love the car chases, and then you get this little kid that has a reaction. What did you think about the kid, little kid's reaction? I'm not gonna lie. I don't remember it. Uh, How do you not remember the little kid going to his parents' room, getting out of bed very slowly? Oh, oh. that kid. Okay. Yeah. Sorry, you're talking about when the T-Rex finally gets back to the mainland because it got out of the ship and everything. Yeah, that was okay. the car chase, too. Get with the program. I'm dozing off here. That's not my fault. Good job. Okay. Uh, but no, it was hilarious because the little boy literally sees the T-Rex, slowly slides out of bed, goes to his mom and dad. And they argue because they think it's the fish tank that's giving him nightmares. And then all of a sudden, they're like, uh, 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 and he's all calm and cool and takes a picture of yeah. the T-Rex eating his dog. So, as the movie continues on after that, they have an old blockbuster that shows a movie, Robin Williams, Jack and the Beanstalk, William Shakespeare's King Lear, Tom Hanks' Tsunami Sunrise. I actually looked these up, but I wasn't able to find them. They may be out there, but I'm not for sure. And... I think I remember the Robin Williams' Jack and the Beanstalk. But I think it's about uh, Robin Williams being Jack, and he was, just, like, uber tall. But I don't remember. I don't know. And then, after that, a little bit ways down, the T-Rex is tearing up things, eating people. And there's this man that's running in the street, and his acting is terrible. I hated it. I wish they never even put it inside of the movie. Ow. I'm dozing off. Don't punch me. So, I didn't actually punch him, guys. Oh. Oh, my kidney so then, stones. Oh. So then, after that, the factorization is that the guys have got the dinosaur to where it needed to be to get back to the island and be safe. And... The guy that's been all about money and getting the T-Rex and everything onto its own little island actually feels like the T-Rex is playing tag with its daddy dinosaur. Because it's like, mm, 
I kind of want to eat this man. Can I really? And then it looks up at the daddy T-Rex, and then the daddy nudges it, it's okay. And up again, and tags it again. And then, yum, 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 yum. So I like that. Yeah. And I also like that the movie ended with not only showing that family matters, but also with John coming on this TV and actually requesting rules for this island to be left alone. He didn't want to have any more death. It's just people wanted to touch it. He didn't want people to create madness. He just wanted the dinosaurs to live or survive if they can. Yeah. And I like that. I like that it showed that. But this was our review on The Lost World, and I hope you enjoyed it. Have a wonderful day.